0: Sunday pour back on a Thursday night, right in the middle of uh, Thursday night football, right in the middle of smack dab of December, NFC West battle, I don't know if you want to call it a battle right now, George Kittle is, uh, he's pushing someone's fantasy team onto the next round, I'll tell you that, big day for Kittle, Niners are on their way, uh, so we got that as the backdrop, first order of business. Wasn't happy with uh, my performance last show. Want to apologize to the audience. Really? I didn't even go back and li- I didn't even go back and listen because I don't know. I just like felt like I was in quicksand a little bit.
1: Last show. How was I though?
0: Fine, I think. I don't know.
1: Oh, that's not really resounding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> oh, no. Oh man. Um, geez, being hard on yourself. I didn't I didn't notice anything uh, that off. On I, Monday, I just felt
0: like I wasn't prepared. I wasn't really into it.
1: Oh, all right, that's okay. We are, we all have off days. I'll, I think I was. I mean, I don't know. I'm not good at grading myself, but I think I was. Uh, I think I did okay. I was there. I was present. And I present.
0: Was, uh, Half of the job is showing up.
1: I think. I, I think I had a. I think it had an okay show. I don't know. What we talk? What are you going to talk about on Monday?
0: I don't know. I didn't go back and listen.
1: Look back on the notes here. Did we Wall. Talk- oh we talked about Grant wall who well, I guess we do apologize to Qatar now
0: mm-hmm. autopsy
1: um that's been cleared of all wrongdoing are you saying that you wouldn't have made dis- disparaging remarks against um the host country of the World Cup if uh you were feeling better
0: stand yeah. by I stand by everything I said about Qatar <laughs> <guitar.
1: laughs> all right all right good Excellent um okay all right hey new show we start second fresh.
0: order second order of business one more before we get on to the
1: Sorry, new no, business no no looking back okay good
0: well i'm happy back. i'm happy to report back that this week i i i dove into the christmas music a little early this year okay okay after our mm-hmm. rudolph show yep and after weeks of searching for Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, on the radio. Mm-hmm. Back-to-back days this week, on the commute home, two separate radio stations, heard Rudolph, both times, Burl Lives. So <laughs> Wow. So right now, Sunday poor stamp of approval. Somebody mm-hmm. asked you at a Christmas party – Christmas Eve, New Year's party, could be Memorial Day, could be a picnic over the summer. Who sings Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? The answer is Bro
1: Ives. Uh, wow. Okay. And yeah, I've heard it once since the show, and it was also Burl Ives. So three for two. And, I, and, and well, even
0: today, of all like three days in a row. Oh, Gino. I, uh, oh, you're way ahead. I, uh, I might have to turn this game off.
1: Uh, you're not the only person in America turning this game off right now.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I heard Holly Jolly Christmas, which is also
1: bro Ives.
0: just yeah, silky, silky smooth bro. Lives. It's just, you know, I didn't even have to, one of the days I didn't even uh, the think they didn't even come up on my screen in the car who was singing it. But if you close your eyes, it's the snowman from Rudolph.
1: <laughs> yeah. He, um, I feel like they don't, he's not like a polished singer, but he, he's got like, there's a lot of personality in his voice.
0: A character.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's but Burl. He's the guy. I I have listened to it separate occasions, putting it on like myself, um, for the kids, and I did uh, today. Matter of fact, I did back to back. Dean Martin's version, and then the Temptations version. Just makes it yes. here, but
0: So many versions.
1: Both both have my stamp of approval. Burl's the guy, but uh, both have my – both are excellent. It's not Gene
0: Autry's song. Let's put it that way. No,
1: Gene Autry lost control of that song a long time ago. Yeah. it's yeah. and, 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 and it's Burl that took it. It's Burl that took it. So there you go. Let's hope, yeah, so
0: uh, Burl lives. A lot of silky smooth, very polished uh, voice on that Burl.
1: I don't, think, I don't think you could call it polished to be honest with you you don't think so no it's it's great it's silky but I feel like it's not I feel like it's not um not like a classical voice I don't know I don't know how to describe it like you said, like you said it has character to it personality to it I want to Google like
0: Burl live see what he looks like put the put the voice to the face
1: oh he doesn't he does not look like it's polished at all
0: Oh, he kind of looks like the snowman.
1: Yeah, yes, he does. Kind of looks like Santa.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's like almost exactly what I would expect. <laughs> yeah. One of six children. All right, from Jasper, Illinois. Wow, Put Jasper on the map.
1: A little more, a little more uh, information that I knew we were going to get on Burl. Old Burrow tonight.
0: <laughs> old Burl. So,
1: still, still a week and a half to go. Um, till Christmas, we'll see what uh what we run into before then. Yeah, I do like to get a couple like the uh, the random, the random Christmas songs that don't necessarily fit the classic ones, but you know that. And I feel like it, like the like the per, the certain people singing like I don't want to hear. Um, like Kelly Clarkson's versions of anything, no. But like, there's there'll be random guys from the '60s and '70s that I don't mind hearing.
0: You know, it's an underrated, current, fairly recent uh,
1: Christmas song. Hmm. Is this like an in sync thing?
0: Close. Wow. So it's, okay. that, it's that time period. It's that era.
1: I think, did you say this? Did you mention this? I don't know what it is. Beyonce? Probably. I don't know.
0: No, Brittany. Did I mention it already?
1: <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> No, I, I I can't even I don't know
0: I don't even know what song it is. I cannot. not know it's good.
1: I cannot associate Britney Spears with Christmas, I'm sorry.
0: Why? Come on, she's got a few issues.
1: No, nothing to do with her personally. It's just I don't know. I I feel like Everyone's got a Christmas song. oh, oh yeah, everybody's got Christmas songs. But I feel I just feel like, you know, you when you what the time you grow up in, Christmas because is it Christmas is already a tradition. So there's all these traditions like in place so anything that comes along after is not traditional, so it's really hard, Well, it's like probably right?
0: like twenty years old though
1: right and that's that's not traditional for me when I was fifteen, I already had Bur Lives and I had Frank and I had uh you know you you name all the classics from forty years before then
0: so anything it's got to be nineties or before
1: no 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 it's it's just hard to break in for me. It's hard. It's it doesn't have to be. I'm not saying it's a steadfast rule. because I'm I'm just saying it's like a like Britney Spears. I will not listen to a Britney Spears Christmas song.
0: <laughs> oh, see, I won't shut Britney off.
1: Wow, I don't even know what it is.
0: Me neither. I can't even find it. Maybe it's not Britney.
1: It's got a My- Christmas song. A Christmas song has to feel like you've known it forever.
0: Well, it's a traditional Christmas song.
1: What's her song?
0: I can't find it.
1: <laughs> well, you said it as it was a traditional Christmas song, it Was like "Deck the Halls" or uh,
0: "Santa Baby," maybe.
1: That's a weird song. Uh, just give me the. I don't even know who sang that original one. Exactly. Coming down the chimney tonight. Who was the Might original? Pfft,
0: who the hell knows? <laughs> I mean, these songs go through the ringer.
1: No, nah, but Santa Baby, that's like that's got somebody. That's uh oh oh, Eartha Kitt.
0: Never heard of her.
1: That's she's Catwoman from uh the, Adam you, West. Yeah, or one of the Catwomen. Huh. Everybody, everybody does Santa Baby. Like Michael Bublé's doing Santa Baby.
0: So you won't do Bublé. I,
1: I don't know if I want to hear. I kind of like Bublé and all, but I don't know if, I don't know if I want to hear him sing Santa Baby.
0: No, any Buble song, any Christmas song.
1: Nah, Buble's got like one of those. He's like, he has that, uh, that kind of. He kind of fits the mold of a Christmas song guy. But yeah, with Buble, like I like him and everything. But to me, if I'm like if I'm listening to Michael Buble, I might as well just listen to Frank or Tony Bennett.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not a, a huge Buble guy. Like he's fine, but it's not what I'm looking for really with Christmas songs.
1: No, no, no. I didn't. You know. I Yeah. And overall, just I feel the same way about him. He doesn't really bring anything new to the table that those guys didn't. He's just kind of No, you know, he's
0: kind of like a kind of a replacement.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's just a guy who's doing it when nobody else is doing it and all those guys are dead. Yes. Except, except for Tony Bennett, who's hundred years old. Which again, it's fine. He fits like a mold, but uh and it fits like a I guess a certain need to sell those kind of records, but like I'm I'm good. I'm good.
0: Yeah, he's just kind of you know there was a spot open. It's like the, it was like the wire, like it's his corner now. You know, it's, it's next tough. next man up.
1: It's tough because like there's Sinatra and Sinatra was his own happy birthday to Frank. We even mentioned it on Monday, but uh, he like Sinatra's on his own plateau, and then there's a bunch of guys who are like are right below, like Tony Bennett. I don't know. Everybody probably has their own list, but then further down that list, there's a million like just just half-assed kind of singers like that want to be him crooners, like want to be crooners, oh, uh, yeah. you know, like, uh, I don't know, like um, shit. I, I could usually rally off like 10 of them, like Robert Goulet is like <laughs> one of them. And, yeah. he, and he, and Robert Goulet, everybody loves Goulet because um, what's his name did him on SNL for years? Will Farrell did him. So I don't, people might even know who Robert Goulet was until, Will Ferrell started doing them on SNL, Um, like Perry Como, who probably Perry Como, yeah. Um, Nah, there's dozens of them, man. Like if you put on seriously Sinatra, and it's not Frank or Dean or Tony, like there's it's always something that you don't want to hear. There's always like I remember there's always these albums when I was a kid where it had like one Sinatra song on it, and then like dozens of these other guys' songs on it. Like one mm-hmm. random weird, not even like a like a Sinatra standard, like the best recording. It'd be just a random one, and then like ten or twelve other uh, like these guys that want to be Sinatra.
0: I didn't know who Robert Goulet was until Naked Gun. <laughs> yeah, Naked he's Gun the Two, man, right? right? And Naked Gun uh, Two. No, he's it. Yeah, because the first one's with Reggie.
1: Yeah, and that's um, the queen. Roberto Montalban is in one.
0: Yeah, Robert Montemont. So Robert Goulet is number two, kind of the forgotten one.
1: Oh, I didn't forget him, and <laughs> you didn't forget him. You, you weren't sure if he was one or two. <laughs> true, true. I yeah, gave him good, first good, billing. Almost. Good enough to be. Yeah, good enough to be first billing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll remember ten of them as soon as we shut the show off. Uh, but yeah, there's a bunch of them, and that's like to me, that's a is. But there, he's like he's one of one now. There's not dozens to compete with him. He's one of one
0: yeah the market's kind of dried up, yeah, yeah.
1: so there you go, yep, we stand that's where we stand, I think classics and we'll sprinkle in a couple a couple uh modern day songs
0: there's there's a modern day one once in a while, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like movies, movies the same
1: way. I think, it, yeah, and that's, I think the same thing with movies. I think it's when you hear these, when you see these movies, you know, they're classics and things are just different when you're 12 or 15 or 17. And now it's like, if you get to watch a movie, if you get to sit down and watch a movie, it's like, great. But I've seen a billion movies and some do stick with me. And I feel like I I feel like at some point in my life, like within the past five years, I had to like stop watching movies as a. Um, I, I wanted to start watching movies like I was a kid again, and like rewatch. Are we talking about them. Christmas movies. No, all movies, any movie.
0: Uh, I'll talk about Christmas movies. Oh, okay.
1: Well, Christmas movies. I almost it's the same thing. I mean, I don't really have.
0: Like to me, like, like the the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. What year was that? Like ninety six. Yeah,
1: right around there. Yeah.
0: To me, that's almost like the like the end of my like Christmas and, I, and that one I don't think I've seen since the VHS was in my VCR like twenty years ago. Wow! Like to me, it's all like ninety. Well, I'm not going to include Bad Santa because that's not family friendly. <laughs> but like in terms of like family friend, Karan yeah, uh, Kumar Christmas. I never got around to that one. <laughs> that's that's a new one. Maybe I'll I'll dabble. Uh, but in terms of like the movies that I make it a point to watch this time of year, I think every one is almost pro- like 90s or before.
1: It's, yeah, that's a lot to, it really is a lot to ask Just to, for a Christmas movie because you, because you associate so much of it w- with being a kid.
0: It's nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. Big factor.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So you're not watching the Santa Clauses on, uh, on Disney.
0: I I want to. I have the first one on DVR because I haven't watched it in so many years, and I I remember not minding <laughs> that movie.
1: No, 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 no. There's a TV show, The Santa Clauses. Now there's a TV show. Oh yeah. I thought you were talking
0: about a marathon.
1: No, 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 no. There's a TV show where he come, or no, the show's about him retiring as Santa Claus.
0: I will not be watching that. Who's
1: that in it? <laughs> Tim Just a,
0: oh no, nah, it's like a reboot kind of sort of. I'm not into really reboots. Like you had your day, you don't need to still be Santa Claus.
1: <laughs> All right, okay.
0: <laughs> I never even saw the sequels in that. I, I'm just uh, maybe I'll get around to that at some point, but I, I just I want to go back and watch the first one because I remember it, it wasn't bad, right? That's like it's second tier.
1: I think I saw that one in theaters. I think I saw the original Santa Claus in the theaters.
0: You would say it's second tier to your like Home Alone's Christmas Vacation. Yes, it's
1: not on my list. It's it's maybe not even maybe even further down than second tier. Yeah, it, uh,
0: it's never it hasn't been on my list since I was like twelve. That's why I want to like kind of revisit it. That, <laughs> so I haven't yeah. gone around to
1: it. Home alone so, but people don't even talk about it though. Like home alone gets talked about every year. It's a conversation. Obviously, uh yeah, Christmas story gets ta- Christmas story gets talked about. Nobody's talking about how classic the Santa Claus was. Quote quoting the Santa Claus. No, nah, no one's quoting the Santa Claus. No.
0: That's 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 like a very small Bag of movies that are uh, like necessities this time of year. I'd say like maybe six, maybe a maybe a half dozen.
1: Yeah, you're talking about actual full movies, or that's including like Christmas specials. Like, oh, I'm not including specials.
0: I'm not including. I'm not including like the Rudolphs and the uh, Grinch.
1: All right. So, what are the six movies then? Because we just named two. Well,
0: I think we should talk. Get into the one we're going to talk about and decide
1: if it's okay. There you go. All right. Well, okay. Well, then, all right. Let's do. Let's do the lead up then so what are the, the five on what are five or six on the list currently as it stands and then we'll get into tonight's show tonight's okay we'll get into it's a wonderful life I don't know why I'm teasing it it's gonna be the title of the fucking <laughs> episode
0: <laughs> That was like the cold open up until well
1: it's just, I think I do that on the show a lot and then it's like I just give it away in the description of the show <laughs> Oh yeah,
0: no, you gotta give it away in the description. Yeah, you can't no, have people, the,
1: yeah. What's the point? This, this is not live radio where I have to like, <laughs> keep people's attention. Either you're listening or you're not. I'm coming up yeah. next. Okay, so ho- home alone. Um, home Alone.
0: Christmas, Christmas vacation.
1: Christmas story, Christmas vacation. Right. There's three. Um mm, okay. <laughs> it's I mean, that's- It's funny because there's like for us, there's like diner and the Sopranos um Christmas episode, but <laughs> well, right. an those are those I mean, are just ours personally.
0: Yeah, and then if you're gonna factor in the specials, obviously Grinch, Rudolph, Charlie Brown, like
1: yeah, the specials don't count. Specials, specials don't count. Don't
0: count. Right. Uh, so Home I, I mean, that's that's your well, holy that, trinity in my mind.
1: That's really it, huh? I hey, mean Home uh, Alone 2.
0: I do I do I do watch Home Alone 2 a lot this time of year. It's not as good as one. We we talked about that a couple yeah. shows ago. Yep. But it is I do like to watch it. You know, you get the city in there. It's 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 not the same. I I actually haven't it, watched the first one. I gotta make a point to watch that too.
1: It's entertaining enough. Yeah. It's entertaining enough for sure. Um yeah, I don't know what else would be on there.
0: I mean, I I like Bad Santa. I don't know if it's it's probably second tier.
1: It is what, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, that's just like there's a there's a lot of second tier ones.
0: So I think it's now we need to decide. You know, well, let me let me just see if, if if I'm missing one. Let me just scroll a couple lists here. Like, are you, are I, you an elf? Are you an elf guy?
1: I like Elf. Yeah, it's not it's, it's not, not it's no. second tier for me.
0: There's people who love Elf, man. I, I'm not a huge Elf guy. Well, people like, who love it.
1: I'm sure there's people who love like the Jim Carrey Grinch.
0: Yeah, my wife likes that one. I'm not. I'm not really into that. <laughs> Just give me the half hour Grinch. I don't need two hours of Jim Carrey. I love Jim Carrey, but I don't need two hours of Jim Carrey playing the Grinch.
1: Yeah, I, if I'm gonna watch two, two hours of Jim Carrey, it's gonna be on. Uh, I don't want to see East the Grinch, Grinch getting.
0: Right, I don't need to see the Grinch getting picked on in second grade. To feel bad for
1: him. <laughs> the whole backstory of the Grinch.
0: Right, I was never interested in the Grinch as an eight-year-old.
1: I'm sure people have Polar Express on their list. Mm, I, um, you know, on- I just
0: saw Polar Express a couple Christmases ago. I did like Polar Express.
1: Really, I was not, I never. I don't think I ever saw the way through. So I can't really speak for. It. But I wasn't. That's why I didn't ever go back to. It. I didn't love it. Oh,
0: I yeah, I well, I I'm not going back to it, but I didn't mind it.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, what else? People got? like that new Kurt Russell one. Yeah, it's okay. Like, well, you know what? Here's the thing. That's like my kids' generation. They loved it when it first came on. I don't remember them going back to it. Um, but
0: but they go back to like Home Alone.
1: I mean, it's always on, and I always I leave it on. Or my, mm-hmm. or my wife will leave it on, and that, that'll be the thing that I'll even like bring up. Like, I think we're going to watch Home Alone tonight. You know what I mean? Or it'll be like a day it's, off during the break and stuff. We'll watch it.
0: It's yeah. I mean, it's it's like it's on the short list of being number one.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. I, I would have no argument with someone having it as their number one Christmas movie.
1: Um, do, 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 do. I
0: think that's we nailed the three, and now we need to decide if it's a wonderful life makes that cut. It was my first time watching it,
1: me too. Well, I've seen I saw more of it than I realized, but there's still like uh, chunks of it I had not seen. Big, I mean, the end, of
0: it. the end scene, like everyone's seen that the tree.
1: How do you not, speaking of Sopranos Christmas, like how do you not quote the Sopranos when he's running down? When he's run down the street at the end. Mm-hmm. He's just yelling. And then that that scene's in the in that's in the Sopranos episode. And Tony's just like, ah, oh, geez, enough already. Oh, right. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I that's what I did while I was watching it. Dude, the, towards the end in the snow? Yeah, yeah. When he's running around going, Oh, Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Enough already.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah so i googled a lot of lists today okay just to get an idea of just google top christmas movies of all time yep. top 100 top 50 top 10 or whatever Yep. it's pretty crazy it, this movie is almost unanimously number one on every list and my question is to lead off is it the best Christmas movie of all time, or is it just the first? You well, do some yeah. research; like there aren't too many Christmas movies prior to nineteen forty-six.
1: Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's like a perfect time slot, right? Because it's right after the war. We won the war. There's a lot of there's, there's obviously some war stuff in it. Um, yeah, it's it it's kind of it's it like the, the 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 moral of the story is basically what people want for the next 20, you know, 15 and 20 years. Like, that's like that era. Um That post-war era where White Picket Fence, the American Dream was kind of born out of that. And it's what people like before the 60s, really, that's what, like, there's a lot of TV shows, you know, Leave it to Beaver and shit like that that, of course. that kind of that come out of this. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's just it it probably is. It's probably it's the first one that made an impression. I'm sure there's others, um, but this one, I mean, it was current for the times. Um, has a big time. I mean, he's a movie star. He's a legend, and it's got Donna Reed, who's like America's sweetheart in it. So I think it was just the perfect. His wife. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I wasn't familiar with her.
1: Oh, she had her own. She had. She had. Her, she had one of her own shows, the Donna Reed show. I, I think that. Uh... Might have... Right, right, right. I think right. that, that might have been I don't remember ever seeing it. Um, but I think that might have been that might have fit right in line with that. Just like, you know, the perfect wife with the pearls and the heels of the sink, you know. Gotcha. Were
0: were you sitting there at any point being like, when is this gonna become a Christmas movie?
1: Um No yeah, I guess I, I, I was I ready. I,
0: I was like, All right, let's get we'll see some snow or some shit.
1: I didn't yeah, I didn't realize how long it took to get there.
0: Takes a while.
1: You know what? Like to me, this movie—it's—it is—it's kind of a western. It's like how a lot of westerns were. Just without any gunfighting. Yeah, like the old guy who like ran the town. Yeah. And Jimmy Stewart's like the young gunslinger who doesn't want anything to do with them. Um, and is always kind of fighting them tooth and nail. And because because uh, you know they, they don't shoot guns or anything. You know, he's using like these business tactics, or these. You know, guy, the guy Potter kind of waits for him to fall out there and hopes that he can kind of swoop in there and take advantage of him from his father, right. right? And it even says it. Potter even says it at the table where he's like, "Yeah, you know, his father wasn't a businessman. That's what killed him." I mean, that's not he didn't he didn't pull a trigger and kill him. He and he had nothing to do with him dying. But that's something that the guy who killed him would say. Like in a in a a Western movie, that's something that the that the you know the guy in the black hat would say, right? Um, And then and then like the whole thing with like the town being a character and like having all these bit players in it. I mean that's that's like um, you know the old one like Rio Bravo, that's uh, uh, what do you call it? Dean Martin and John Wayne, and and, uh, I forget who else, the young singer I forget his name. Ricky something. Ricky Nelson. All Thank right, nice. yeah, well done. And that's all about the town like banding together to help to help out. And that that it just really reminded me like the setup of of a western just with like different, um, you know, characters basically. And then of course like the, like this the, the Scrooge type, and yeah, like you know where the angel comes down to help him.
0: <laughs> right, a little bit of a play on Christmas Carol with you know yeah yeah. Ghost of Christmas, whatever, past, present, future. Right,
1: right, which I'm sure that, you know, that, of course, that was a movie before a Christmas movie that came uh, before this one. Do you know who
0: Potter was an inspiration for?
1: Um, I ah, geez, it's probably a few guys. How recently are we talking here?
0: 30 years, 30 years ago.
1: 30 years ago
0: kind of obscure it's not a movie it's a oh. television show
1: oh okay i don't know i was gonna
0: guess lebowski i thought of jeffrey lebowski oh yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> i didn't re- i didn't read that though especially when he ended up in the wheelchair i was like that's lebowski <laughs> <sighs> the bums lost <laughs> uh no he's the inspiration for mr burns simpsons
1: oh yeah perfect yeah
0: it is perfect
1: <laughs> Yeah. I, I could see that hundred percent
0: yeah so I, I enjoyed reading that um but yeah uh so to answer the initial question does it make the cut for me I probably saw it at the wrong time of my yeah. life like I'm, I'm not gonna make a point to go back and watch it every Christmas if I catch it on and they have it's actually on Christmas Eve I don't know if that's uh, every year thing, it's on NBC eight o'clock mm-hmm. Christmas
1: Eve. I think it's on USA tonight.
0: Oh, is it okay? I'm sure it's on a ton of different you know channels leading up. To, you know the whole month. Mm-hmm. I might leave it on like towards the end, like the actual Christmas part, like last half hour. When he minutes.
1: goes, well, when he goes to the bar. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's about when, when he should show up. Yeah, that's
0: I don't I don't know if I'm going back to when he's you know saving his brother and in the. In the Pond and you know well, courting his uh wife. It's back when he used to just show up at women's houses and like the mother would encourage you to like, yeah, go. You know, or not, not with George, but uh <laughs> the other guy. But it was just yeah, different times
1: trying to get, trying to get out of the house.
0: Yeah, very different <laughs> than how <laughs> how you go about it today as a parent. Um. Yeah,
1: I, I had to let it. I I really liked it. I thought it was it was a I thought it was a good movie just in, on its on its own I like a lot of the acting in it I mean it's a little you know obviously it's old-fashioned but for 46 I think it's pretty modern um I think like like the guy who plays Jim Jim Stewart James yeah, James Stewart's brother is pretty good at the, you know the, the supporting characters kind of took me by like surprise um Potter is great mm-hmm. um like I, when I was uh, Jimmy Stewart's brother is going it's pretty like natural in that role that's what i meant to say um and i thought yeah i mean it's uh and and also like a little bit like early on like a little bit sexy for a christmas movie of that time i mean the the girl walks by and like everybody's watching her walk by mm. remember uh, i forget her name that veronica
0: the one boy. in town the one in town,
1: yeah. One in town, yeah.
0: Yeah, I forget her name.
1: Um, yeah, whatever it is. And everybody, yeah. The cop is like standing up to see her. The cabbie's gonna, you know, guys falling over the place. I was get by car to look at her, and then even when she's in the, when even Donna reads in the robe, they like flash her a little bit, um, before the robe like falls off. And I was like, everyone's,
0: everyone's coming back from war, man. They were I all guess. ready to
1: get it in. Give him, yeah, give him a little something for the truth <laughs> um yeah i i think that's i think for me well i put it on and start to finish again um uh, maybe not like tomorrow but i think i would at some point uh i gotta let it sit is it I that's how i am with a lot of movies though i gotta let it sit and then maybe a couple of days later i'll be thinking about it or something um but um in uh, in this case,
0: it's just not it's not really a traditional Christmas movie. I, I went in not knowing much about it. Okay, so I expected uh, a little more Christmas theme. I, I was kind of sitting there like, all right, eventually we're gonna get to some sort of you know Christmas Christmas part. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I would kind of like prefer to just parachute in with like a half hour left and that's, just watch that. Yeah,
1: that's the best part. Yeah.
0: Easily the best. He part. gets
1: he gets drunk. He gets knocked he gets knocked down. And then knocked down uh, in the bar. He goes to kill himself.
0: Yeah. Well, he's the angel. What was the angel's name?
1: Claire. My name's Clarence.
0: Clarence, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clarence saves him.
1: Yeah. It's and, um, uh No, I think I the, the the setup has to come in that movie. Otherwise there's no depth to the character. You don't believe the town would rally around him like that. You know, right. you got to see him kind of fighting Potter along the way. You got to see him kind of helping all these people achieve the that American dream, get their get their houses, take care of the martinis of the world. And by the way, did Potter call them garlic eaters? Was that a slur against Italians? At, some, at some point, he called them garlic eaters. I was kind of on <laughs> Potter's side for the- a <laughs> bit. Actually, no, I'm never on that guy's side. But I mean, you know. I thought he was like, great. And then as a character, they said, garlic eaters like motherfuckers taking shots of the Italians because he's a martini.
0: Yeah, so you so you mentioned the ending and, uh, you know, Tony saying enough already with the... Yeah. Uh, I wonder how this movie is perceived by like generations uh, before, before us, older than us, like 20, 30, 40 years older. Because I was watching... The Chairs Christmas episode last okay. week after we were done recording. Yeah. so before I had seen this before I had seen it's a wonderful life. Mm-hmm. The beginning of the episode, they're sitting there in the bar. We want to take take a break first and we'll get into that.
1: Yeah, we'll take a quick All break right.
0: and get into chairs Christmas. Beautiful. Literally the name of the episode.
1: All right. That was quick. Uh what do you got All for right. Cheers?
0: Cheers Christmas.
1: Yeah. Season
0: six, I believe. Mm-hmm. episode opens up sitting at the bar christmas eve all the usual cast of characters there all the players are there and uh it's a wonderful life comes on and it's the end and they're like oh look at this this movie's on again they're saying and uh it's obviously the end when they're around the christmas tree and like everyone has something negative to say about it carla says something Sam says something like, "God, oh, it's so sappy, it makes my teeth ache," or something. <laughs> and and, and no- Norm goes, "Norm goes, I know from my days in accounting that if you fall eight thousand short, the entire neighborhood does not come and rally around <laughs> and be- and bail you out." <laughs> um, so they're all kind of shitting on the movie. And then, like by the end of the scene, it's the cold open.
2: Mm-hmm. By
0: the end of the scene, they're all like, "Like, hand me a tissue," and they like all like crying <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then they go back to it at the end of the episode. Uh when everything works out, they all go, you know, go do their thing and the, it's still Christmas Eve same night.
2: Mm.
0: And they're like, "Well, look what's on again." And uh the kicker there is it cuts out of the episode. It cuts out of the uh movie and they cut to a breaking report on the airport tarmac. Cliff Cleveland was in a um, he was in a competition at work to see who could donate the most canned goods for a free trip to Disneyland. Okay. And I guess he was a couple short so he was running down the airplane uh, throwing throwing canned I think they said can, cans of Chinese food whatever that means at the at the airplane because he came up a couple short. So, instead of watching the end of It's a Wonderful Life, breaking report
1: it was Cliff pelting a, an aircraft. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, classic Cliff. So I wonder, like, is it was it you know perceived by like not maybe not the people who lived in 1946, but that generation who those guys were probably all you know in their 40s, let's say, so born or right around the time that that movie was made. Do they look at it like kind of like uh, like a little corny? And because and it's 40 – it's so 1987, the episode came out, 40 years after. That's basically the same time that it's been since Christmas Story, to put things in perspective. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I wonder if people, if younger people, younger than us, are going to look at any of the movies that we like, like Home Alone, Christmas Vacation, Christmas Story, the big three we just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Are they going to look at it as kind of like dated or corny – or is it different because those are comedies? So they kind of like, obviously, Home Alone is a ridiculous premise. Yeah. yeah. Two adults could easily take out an eight year old, no problem.
1: Well, they're bumbling bandits.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> but I think, it, it, you know, you're able to suspend disbelief because it's a comedy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I,
0: I wonder if any of the movies that we like, people are going to be like, ah, this fucking movie again.
1: Well, I just, I don't. I think we'll understand it. I mean, I think you have to watch the, any of these movies through the lens of when they were made. Like you have to understand, like this was the kind of entertainment they had back then. Um, this is the kind that they the the, the audiences of that time wanted to see stuff like this. Need maybe even yeah. needed to see stuff like this. Uh, so I think, I think you can still recognize that it's corny and sappy and still. Like you said, they got tears in their eyes, I think, and, and still appreciate it for what it is. Um, and like I said, it's not a bad movie, like, overall. Like, it does have funny moments in it, and it's got, you know, it's got – it is longer than I thought it was going to be. Um, yeah. At a certain point, it does drag on a little bit. But um, – Maybe I, just
0: with the with the times, you know, because this is – chairs is 1987, so this is before Christmas Vacation. This is before Home Alone. Yeah. This is before, like, a big wave of Christmas movies came. Yep, yep. I wonder if in their mind it was just so overplayed. Like they it's just like, ah, this fucking movie again, you know?
1: Yeah, I think it, it just sometimes you want sometimes you want something like that though. Sometimes you want something corny and sappy. Sometimes yeah, I, think, sometimes that's what, I think their
0: their reaction was not so much that they didn't like the movie, they just that it was just kind of thrown in their face probably every Christmas.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And plus if, if you're sitting in a bar on Christmas Eve with no family around you. Yeah, you might yeah. if your family is the bar. You you, you know, I could see you being a little cynical. Yeah, and and also just like think about it from the '80s to the '40s, like it's just a different group of people,
0: like way different. Yeah, and
1: the the American dream is, I mean, kind of shot at that point. I mean, yeah. like now forget about it, but like to to think like in in 1986 or 1987, um. Like the American dream is not, it's not what it was one time before. Not, not what it was in 1946. It was probably, that probably lasted about, like I said, 15 or 20 years. And then since then, every generation tried to recapture it some form or another and failed. And I'm sure in 86, people were kind of getting tired of hearing about the good old days and um and he tired of hearing about all oh, the the town rallied around this guy because they all loved them <laughs>
2: like, right you know, yeah they,
1: because they, you know at that point you've seen you've seen some shit you know you've seen presidents killed you've seen um race riots and you've seen uh i mean there was some shit in the 80s too i mean the, the gas shortages and stuff like that in the 70s um you know the the, the the American dream took its hits. So to, to crack epidemic, crack on the horizon. Yeah, crack. Crack at that point was heavy duty. Right. Um So to, to 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 have all that baggage at that point, and to still kind of have this be a big part of this movie. Like I think the I think the message or the theme still remains the same. It's just a different level. Like. I'm not sure anybody. I don't know if anybody thought 1946 like, oh, if if I just have a lot of friends in town, I'll be okay. Um, I think (laughs) it's. I think the message is like, have the people. You know, you just have the friends you have and appreciate it. Um, Yeah,
0: appreciate what you have.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he is. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Like, is there? It's a Wonderful Life too, because he was a miserable fuck for a lot of that movie. And I wonder if it was just, oh, I so it was like without me, well, then you had to go back and live with it you you're still there all right well, you're not gonna kill yourself i, I guess that's one reason you don't have to go the, the angel's not making you making you go back to not existing there or did he wish that he could never that he would never be born and he was like, all right I can make that happen, but this is what you' can leave behind. I don't know maybe that was a deal he was gonna make, mm. but I mean, uh. He can still throw himself off a bridge. <laughs> right? right. Was it
0: just like he was just happy for the holidays and January 2nd rolls around and he's...
1: Depression, yeah. I mean, there's no play. There's no football playoffs in January 1947 to look forward mm, to. It's just right. dark and cold. And-
0: Championship yeah. game had already probably been played.
1: I mean, he's worried about this fucking door on, a- on his car not working. He doesn't have a window on his car. Like... That's what you got to Yeah, go He really
0: to. does fall off the rails there at the end, like crashing his car. Like he's a couple lines of cocaine away from being Henry Hill at the end of Goodfellas, <laughs> man.
1: Yes. Yeah. Maybe that's why you like it so much. It reminds you of Goodfellas a little bit.
0: I think so. <laughs> um,
1: by the way, would, would you be okay with
0: your wife's ex boyfriend bailing you out there at the end with the 25 Gs? Right? What's Wainwright? What was his name? Wow. Whatever his wow. name was. Right? Doesn't he come in at the end with the telegram saying he's going to donate 25 grand to him?
1: Yeah, that's. Um... Uh, the ex boyfriend I mean, who the I mean,
0: mother wanted her to marry.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that, that, that was like a flash in the pan. That wasn't like. He wasn't, like, hustling them the whole time, like, trying to get back with her or anything like that, you know?
0: I always had, like, my eye on that guy. I didn't really like him. <laughs> a little too close for comfort, you know? Even with your new lease on life, it's just... Be
1: careful, yeah.
0: And he, and he referenced how he, like, he, want, he uh, you know, gave him the opportunity of a lifetime to get in there on plastics early on.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it took a shot at him, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. He did take a little bit of a shot.
0: Stanley, Stanley something? I forget what his name was.
1: Stanley Ipkiss? <laughs> uh yeah that's a good point I guess it's you know letting letting the uncle off the hook I mean the uncle I mean that that uncle, guy's the guy uncle should, uh Billy yeah that's the guy who probably should have killed himself
0: right and he doesn't even does he even come does, does he does it click at the end what happened to the uh oh no,
1: they don't even know that Potter has it Potter evil fucking scumbag well, he did kind
0: of. I mean, I feel like he kind of deserved it. He, you know,
1: yeah, a little
0: bit of a, uh, you know, he should have got a taunting penalty there.
1: Definitely, definitely. But you know what? You just won. A, you just won World War II. You just beat the Nazis and the Japanese, and you're riding high. And his other his other uh, nephew is coming back a war hero. He's riding mm-hmm. high, man. Did you know?
0: Did you know that snl spoofed the end of uh the end of the movie?
1: Which uh, which cast
0: the uh 86? I think I saw I watched today.
1: What's that? I mean, Dana, okay. Dana
0: Carvey plays George, okay, and Lovett plays Potter.
1: <laughs> That's eighty six. It's got to be later than eighty six. Those two guys, no. Uh, maybe
0: I read it wrong. I don't know. Maybe like, early nineties, lady. I don't know. I feel, yeah, like maybe it's early nineties. Early
1: nineties. It's like eighty six is like Julie louis Dreyfus and Joe Piscopo.
0: Um, okay, yeah, maybe, I, no, maybe I, have, I read it
1: wrong. I have no idea though. That it could be. All right.
0: Either way, they they, they go to the end. There's you know standing around the tree doing yeah. their thing. Yeah. And uh, Hartman comes. Hartman's Uncle Billy. Okay. And he And he comes running in, and he's like. I just remember what I did with the money. I had it in a newspaper and I handed it to Potter by accident, blah, blah, blah. So the whole town storms down <laughs> to, to Potter's office That's, and okay. Carvey uh they just beat the shit out of (laughs) him and at some point he like throws Lovitz behind a desk and then they you know out comes like a uh you know crash dummy so they end up just beating the shit out of the dummy yeah yeah and that's it that's the that's the uh that's the the skit merry
1: Merry christmas (laughs) yeah yeah he deserved he deserved it
0: and Uncle and Uncle Billy deserved a little more heat, probably.
1: In hindsight. Yeah, living with animals There's always a bird around. Yeah. It's. Mean, uh, yeah, he lives a strange life. That Uncle Billy. Strange bird. I mean, he did. I mean, he did rip into him. George did let him have it. He yeah, had. I mean, he had to. Yeah. I mean, he's him names and shit. As as a rough. Eight afternoon. grand, I
0: know I mean I know like you know there's no debit cards back then, but eight grand is a lot of money to be carrying it, nowadays it's a lot of money to have on you. Back then
1: yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of break, dough. yeah. Sears make maker break right there. Uh and it broke, and they broke. Yeah. Did you um
0: did you realize that uh the, the You know, from Christmas Vacation, the fix the new post was a callback to It's a Wonderful Life.
1: Oh, I didn't put two and two together there. But, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I never. I mean, I've seen Christmas Vacation a thousand times. Yeah. I always thought that was just their own little thing. I never knew it was a callback to
1: this. Yeah, no, I like that. I, yeah, I didn't realize that at all. I mean, it comes off a little differently in Christmas Vacation. Yeah, chainsaw. <laughs> um, okay, all right. Yeah, a lot of the movie is. Uh, I mean,
0: I, I I just think he, he does such a one eighty. Now I'm not even talking about when he goes from a curmudgeon to a to you know Merry Christmas, to everybody, fucking yep. jumping around. Yeah, like he's so full of life, and you could tell like life's like weighing him down a little bit: financial struggles, wife, kids, and all that
1: beat him down yeah
0: but he just he turns into a fucking prick there at the end man he's just wow why do we even have these kids it's like dude they can hear you
1: <laughs> why do we have so many kids <laughs> yeah it was not he really is a jerk at the end but you know i mean that's really the thing is a bad guy he's a bad guy he, it's, he, he's he's kind of prone to some rash decisions you know he he he's sitting there, he's he wants to travel, do all these things. I understand his dad dies. He's gotta do what he's gotta do there. That's understandable. Then, you know, everything happens um where he's gotta kinda he, he's gotta save his business there when everybody makes a run in the bank, right? Um mm-hmm. was that because of the, the crash? Was that 29? Was that what happened? I assume that's what the reason was. Which I was you get-
0: thinking I was thinking that. I didn't I, I wasn't sure though. It's, so basically, it's, everyone was trying to take their money out of the bank.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that's probably what it was. And um, you know, maybe you know when you think about it in those terms, this is really a story about just it's that generation, right? I mean, you live through the depression, you live yeah. through the war, and you have you have you have a roof over your head, and a family that cares about you to to, to at least kind of keep you uh, keep you grounded in the ap- in the aftermath of life. So that's, maybe that's why people from that time think it's a great, great movie is because it it tells the story of that generation.
0: It's very um, what's the word I'm looking for? Topical? Not topical, but for the times, it's uh, you know, it, it's close to home for the time. There's a word in there that I'm missing, but... Relatable. Yes, relatable. Yeah. Relatable for the time period.
1: But he's got this whole like uh, this vision of traveling the world and being a certain kind of guy and not yeah. getting
0: married. Building skyscrapers.
1: And, right. And then he's, he's. Oh, yeah. He
0: was kind of anti-marriage there at the beginning.
1: He was anti-marriage before, like right before he got married, like 10 minutes <laughs> before he got married. He's sitting in Donna Reed's living room. He's like, why am I even here? Oh, you tell me why I'm here. And then he gets up to leave. And next thing you know, she's there on the phone with the other guy and they fall in love. You, a, can't live with, you can't live without her. <laughs> um, which, you know, I don't know what that says. You know, if, a certain kind of guy might watch that movie and be like, this whole thing sucks. Like, he got married. He didn't want to get married. He got married. He's got these kids. He did get to do anything. It's like It's like Christopher when he's got to make the decision to Adriana and he goes to the gas station and he sees the guy with, like, a couple kids and he's just miserable, like, with a bag of Cheetos in his mouth. His right. wife nagging him. He's just like, like, "This if he just didn't get married to her he might have been able to to at least run that business with Uncle Billy." You know have to sit here and do, like have this fixer upper house that he wants nothing to do with this drafty right. old house. You don't want you don't want to have a fixer upper to deal with. You want that like that ball and chain around him. I don't. Know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really rash decision to just be like, "Yeah, you know what? I think I am in love with you. We should get married tomorrow."
0: Right. I have four kids.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just keep cranking out kids.
1: Well, yeah, well, it's cold in that house.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. So, and then, and, and then at the end, of course, he just like talking about rash decisions. He's just got this hairline. He's just, he, I'm sure he, he's diagnosable with something. I'm sure if you looked it up, I'm sure somebody written has written an art, has written something about what he actually had yeah,
0: a thesis.
1: Because he like flips out on Billy, flips out on the family, goes to the bar, gets shit faced. And then has these visions of angels. Like, okay, pal, like maybe just reel it back in a little bit. You got to, you got to say the business. You got to, you know, this is your responsibility. You got to, you got to figure it out. Let's not, let's not go. You're not solid. You the,
0: the angel was just a, uh, you know, his imagination, segment of his imagination.
1: Well, no, because you have the whole thing in the beginning where they're actually talking in outer space. That's a good point. <laughs> which, which we didn't touch on. And I mean, that's, Well, it's a little
0: much. (laughs) Um, Yeah, very Twilight Zone-esque.
1: Yes, yeah, it was, it was. Uh,
0: Uh, So, yeah, so the angel, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, Pottersville. Yeah, that was a little bit of foreshadowing to kind of, it almost looked like a Times Square, Pottersville.
2: Oh, like everything was, just
0: yeah <laughs> just like sleazy kind of like everything's commercialized right i mean what was the bars were all different it was uh, it was
1: like when it's like when biff tanner became president
0: yeah right right <laughs> that's that back to the future too
1: yeah yeah yep. um yeah it was sleazy it was, it was like uh, everything
0: that he didn't want. He wanted to keep it, you know, which is quiet, quaint yeah. town.
1: Right. So he's basically the savior of the town, which he wanted nothing to do with. He wanted Baby. out of that town. He wanted out of, yeah, he wanted out of it. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, I
0: see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: From the time he was out of high school or college. Or, yeah, out of high school, he wanted out of that town. And, and, now here, here. Hey, about real quick, Jimmy Stewart playing the guy from 18 to. Um, I guess like 50, 40, Mid-40s 40, 40, mid yeah. maybe, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's range right there. Um, but yeah, number basically... Three, he was
0: number three on the uh, AFI's leading man, leading men.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's a classic, one of the classic leading men from Old Hollywood. And he had like well, an
0: everyman, everyman quality. Oh,
1: yeah, yep. But I mean, it's basically it was what he was. I mean, without him... I mean, what broke him was his brother's grave, obviously, but, you know, to see to see the town and to see uh, Veronica, whatever her name is, you know, and then everybody's, a cabbie is divorced. Yeah. Like, I don't know if the Cabby's getting divorced because George isn't around. Like, yeah, it was a little much, but <laughs> he, didn't keep, he didn't you know, wasn't able to keep things together. Nobody could keep things together without him. What about the beginning with the uh, pharmacist?
0: What, what was the deal with him? The guy found out his his son died in the war.
1: Right? No, I think his son died in the war. I think his son died of, of something. I forget what oh. it, whatever the case. His son died, and then he got shit faced, and he accidentally put poison, in somebody's medication. Okay, which not sure. And why George you have. bailed them out. Yeah, I'm not sure why you have a. I don't know why you have like, first of all it's clearly labeled the jar of poison. don't
0: don't have the poison right next to the good like the, the helpful advo. and yeah
1: yeah <laughs> don't have the poison
0: next to the antibiotics
1: yeah it's, it's a bad this is bad it's probably actually George's fault for storing it. My edibles
0: yeah, are far away from like my cookie cabinet Yeah, you know? smart.
1: smart yeah because <laughs> you learned you just separated them last night after you watched the movie You're like oh shit <laughs> I gotta get that out of there yeah uh, yeah and then putting it labels then, on everything and then without him, the guy went away to jail because he poisoned somebody. He killed a kid with poison medicine. Right. I, I George like, is like the fucking guy's Jesus. I'm telling you he wanted nothing to do with the town. He's there's like, no he way if me.
0: I never existed, people's lives are that much different.
1: Well, you know, you know George. <laughs> no, lives. I
0: guess not. Yeah.
1: Um want
0: nothing to do with you people. Well, no, nah, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> it'd
1: be the opposite if if you ever made that wish on a bridge like oh I wish I was never born the angel would take you to the world without you it'd be like no global warming yeah everything's better electric cars that don't run out of gas Uh, dolphins are multi Super Bowl winners Mm
0: -hmm. oh yeah it'd be be miserable
1: (laughs) that'd be it the the first visit would be Dan Marino's trophy case Mm mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, All my fucking fault.
1: Yep. Yeah. But yeah, the, the exact opposite. That's that's what SNL has to do. That's the uh Yeah, that's the
0: that that's yeah, that'd be much better.
1: Yeah. Um Yeah, he's a reluctant hero. He's the anti superhero man. It's like it's like if Batman just hated Gotham City. I said I get out of here if I gotta do one more thing again.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess because he took over the bank, like he just felt like an obligation. It's just, he kind of well, like grew it, grew into the town.
1: Well, he oh, he never, he didn't even like it though. He just, he was, oh, he, even when, even before all that happened, he was just pissed. With every, he was still pissed. He was coming home late, miserable. I don't know. I think he was just uh, Beaten down, man. Yeah, it was not at all what he wanted. <laughs> And everybody knew he wanted to go places and like travel the world and see the world. And there, and, and, and he's never, he's never did it. He's never went.
0: Never got around to it.
1: Yeah. So.
0: Uh, yeah. His brother getting hitched, coming back and getting hitched and after college and getting the job with the father-in-law. Or he didn't get a, what was he, a cop?
1: I don't know what – no, I don't think he was a cop. That it was something like office-related, but I don't know.
0: Oh. Well, yeah, father-in-law hooked him up with the job, and so he wasn't for the family business. So George was like, well
1: – Right, he couldn't stick it. He,
0: he also had a lot of pride. He didn't want to give it up uh, the, the shares to uh, Potter
1: right because of all things he, he is a principled man right he might be miserable he might be angry with how things have gone just like you would have been angry with the depression you might have been angry about the war well mm-hmm. you know things might just have not gone your way over time and you you still have your principles you're not going to give in to some big businessman just because he flashes 20 grand a year at you you know he's he, he's sli- he's still slimy that's not what you believe in that's not that's not what the American dream is about. Not going to work for some
0: millionaire, like some rich dickhead, as yeah. A,
1: yeah, as a stooge because he's could be, because you're a threat to him, right? Right. Yeah. So it's
0: a wonderful life. There, you appreciate have it. what you have, not what you want.
1: Yeah, it's really it. Was Really, it but it so in the end, his American dream was not fulfilled or was fulfilled, but it wasn't good enough for him. He's still miserable the next day, right? Just because he had this vision.
0: Well, he also, I mean, it helps that he got bailed out by a ton of money,
1: yeah. But he's, yeah, I guess, but that, but now, but now he just now he now now he has now he can never leave the town, he owes the town. He's in the town's debt.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, so now he right. can never... He's he
0: indebted to all these people.
1: Forever, yeah. Fucking bankers leaving cash on the table. Well,
0: I mean, the next day is Christmas, so you're not going to wake up miserable on Christmas. Oh, is
1: that, is that the hook? Like, oh, no, I don't owe you guys anything. That was a fucking Christmas gift.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that too, yeah. There's yeah. no way he's waking up like miserable with what happened just because it's, it's Christmas. It's It might wear off in... in the next month, but I think he'll be good until then. I don't know. Like, how how long is this new lease on life gonna last? He's still gonna have to go back to work. He's gonna have to deal with the same bullshit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or does he just is he just like now? He's like, I'm not gonna sweat. You know, I'm not gonna sweat the small stuff. I have a, I have a, a wife, a family. You know, at this uh, town that I love now, I guess because I'm stuck with it.
1: It does have to mess to clean up with the teacher too. All he took his beating. I did. I did love the line from from the husband who was like, "You know, my wife goes through teaching your stupid kids."
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was that was amazing.
0: It's pretty good. It's pretty. I like. Good. It's pretty, I like it's fairly accurate.
1: I love. I love that the guy had like this argument. His wife was insulted. She was crying for an hour. He's like, I'm going to martinis for a drink. Yeah, exactly. Well I'm done. Going for, I'm going for a pop. Yeah. I th- I liked in the beginning of the movie where there was a uh, the warning on the screen. Did you watch it? Where did you watch it?
0: I watched it on Amazon Prime.
1: Yeah, that's right. I watched it. And then there was like at the top of the screen, it was like there's violence, alcohol use, tobacco. Oh, use. I must have missed
0: that. Oh, yeah, yeah, d- yeah I do never,
1: remember seeing that. It was they said violence. Oh, uh, for on the screen, on like the home screen of the movie, it's like, it's like drama, but it's like kids, um, feel good or something like that. And then the warning: violence, alcohol use. I'm like, what? sorry, relax, guys. Take yeah, it easy. calm down. Yeah, you don't think it's worse than to, t- to be teaching kids that all oh, is going to be okay if you have friends? Like, it might maybe it's the worst thing about it? Like, oh, we ever, the, the whole town's going to rally around you when you have tough times.
0: Well, I don't, I don't think it's it's teaching people that uh, you'll be okay if you have if you have friends. I think it's just to teach people that you should. Uh, you know, kind of, kind of appreciate the, the hand you've been dealt.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I'm just, I'm just saying. That when when I'm talking about the comparison between, between the warnings about cigarette use or or alcohol use. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff you shouldn't be taking out of this movie as like stuff you should do in your real life.
0: Yeah, and you're still gonna have to answer to the uh, FCC about that that eight G's. I
1: don't you're know if you can just
0: show up about the eight grand. I don't know if you could just show up with a basket full of cash and be like, oh, it's okay now."
1: Well, oh yeah, because they, they they knew about it. Yeah. Well, you know what, yeah. the bank examiner was there, and he knew what was going on. So maybe he's he witnessed it all, and he actually put his own cash on the coffer there. So I think maybe uh, they'll be okay. They got a friend on the inside.
0: Yeah. We'll see. It's gonna be some paperwork.
1: The bank examiner was singing with everybody else. After,
0: I got caught up in the moment. <laughs> Everyone got caught up in the fucking moment. There, yeah. it was. It was a little out of control. <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever see something like that in real life. Not, not where. We, not where we are.
1: Uh, no, you will. You could see something like that. It's usually
0: spontaneous. Though.
1: Spontaneous at the end of the night. The bars closing down. And um like Living on a Dream comes on. Oh,
0: okay. I was more I was more referring to Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I mean you see that with like Mr. Brightside or something <laughs> last call, people singing that, but yep. I don't know. What would be like the Christmas song equivalent? Rudolph? I
1: don't know if people are going
0: I, nuts for Rudolph.
1: I'm, I'm sure there's some bar, some place. It's not like all good feeling. Uh, you know, people like to sing, man. People get hype. Even people who don't get drunk, they like to sing. But what's like, the song though? Could be anything. It could be the, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, every word.
0: Every word though.
1: It's a pretty easy one.
0: But yeah, they're all fairly easy, I guess. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's like the songs we. If you don't know a line, somebody else will know a line from it, and you'll pick each other up. You
0: know. Yeah, you can just mumble your way through it. There's yeah. a few people that probably don't.
1: Um. Yeah, old long, old lang syne. I don't know. I mean that that happens at midnight, right? People still sing that at midnight, right? Times Square.
0: Oh, uh, what's it called?
1: Old. Old Lang Syne made me fucking say it again.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, May how's it go? All
1: that yeah. can be forgotten. Yeah, that's
0: what people sing on at New Year's on 12. Yeah.
1: Uh, yep, people still do that Actually, in time in Times Square after the ball drops. It's that, I don't know if they did it last year. It's that, and then it's New York, New York.
0: Oh, right, yes, I knew that.
1: Got to have New York, New York. I mean, that's like... The, bo- the
0: ball was up, by the way. I, I don't know if they keep it up all year round. Do you know that? They do?
1: No, they bring it in.
0: It was up when December. I was there uh, last uh, Friday. We were at like a rooftop bar.
1: Oh, cool. Right okay. in Times Square. Yeah.
0: And kind of just looked out the window and I was like... Oh, shit. Yeah, I was like, that's... I think my wife said something to me like, uh, that's not the Times Square ball is it like that's i'm like look i'm like yeah that's definitely it it'd be a fucking hell of a coincidence we're in Times square if that wasn't the Times square ball i mean that's definitely <laughs> it because yeah. we were behind it like we're all the uh all the uh you know advertisements and shit is i don't right. even know what what is it like a toshiba or whatever the fuck <laughs> it's under yeah, i have is. no idea it's always changing yeah um
1: prime location
0: yeah, I was like, Yep, that's definitely the Times Square ball. It's out and ready to go.
1: Okay. There you go. Good. Out what and about. We'll all be waiting for it.
0: Yeah, I haven't even watched it in a couple of years, but
1: now yeah, what do you watch at midnight?
0: Uh whatever. I, I try I try and avoid it. I just don't I'm not into I'm not
1: into it. Don't no, just not even watch not, not even like watch the ball. No, you do put it on at eleven fifty eight. I don't think
0: we did last year, to be honest.
1: Hmm.
0: We just did our own little, you know, countdown, and uh, that's it. Hmm. And
2: okay. this
0: year, my wife's working, so I'll be home. She'll probably sleep, but I'm not going to watch it by myself.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: I'll just, I'll just watch uh, Twilight Zone. I'll, I'll find a marathon or something.
1: I'm surprised you wouldn't even just like watch the just for that like 30 seconds. Ring it nah. in just to see it, because I like a little bit of a spectacle, see if there's a terror attack, and then I uh, shut it off.
0: I'll see it on Twitter eight seconds later. It's true.
1: Fucking Twitter <laughs> ruins everything.
0: You don't need to watch the ball drop anymore. <laughs> I'll see the I'll see the
1: replay. Let me ask you this then. Do you watch hey, if you don't if you're not watching the, this ball drop? I don't even know what channels it would be on, to be honest with you. I guess it's on Twitter. Do you do you watch other cities in the world? Like, do you watch <laughs> those videos? Like when it's like, oh, Sometimes. Here's, here's Melbourne ringing in New Year, eighteen hours before we rung it in.
0: Sometimes you catch them online. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. But
0: I don't That's know. Like, maybe I will watch it this year. We're gonna have to play it by air. But I'm gonna I'm gonna guess no.
1: Were you? Have you ever? I mean, sure, you've been up. There's probably now middle. that you have, now
0: that you have, like the college football games that are played now on Chris on, on New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. like those almost, those almost take you to like eleven thirty, yeah, almost twelve o'clock. Like that, that Georgia Ohio State game is going to be eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. That game's not getting over till eleven thirty at least. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, so I'm not even watching anything leading up to the ball,
1: the pregame, yeah, pregame for the ball.
0: I mean, I don't know. Maybe if I hear somebody's performing, but I mean it probably not. It's very unlikely that I'm going to hear. I might, I might throw it on after the ball drops just to see if there's anything good cooking. Like, I don't know, someone going on stage, some, you know, Someone easy on the uh, eyes.
1: I think that's wearing, all. Be- wearing some
0: skimpy clothing or something.
1: That's not all. Before I even know there's, I don't even know what they do. Oh that no, anymore. no, no.
0: They oh yeah, because they they go out to like the West Coast sometimes.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You have more, they'll, or
0: they'll go down to like Miami or something.
1: Well, Miami's done too. Miami's East Coast,
0: right? But they might have someone performing.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, there's concerts like the, all leading up to it too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well,
0: I remember three years. uh, They went out to LA. It was the last time my wife worked. It was three years ago. I was mm -hmm. watching it by myself. And they went out to LA for the Jonas brothers to perform.
1: Well, you win some, you lose some.
0: Yeah. Could have been been worse. Could have been better. Could have been a lot better.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. Well, you have any final thoughts on uh, It's a Wonderful Life?
0: I mean, I think that proved that I don't. We're getting into Jonas Brothers. Yeah.
1: Just just want to be sure because we'll take a quick break. come back and do our picks then because we're we're out of time here. Yeah. All right. Be right back. Okay. It's week 15 in the NFL. Here we go. Uh, Let's see. Last week, not a banner week uh, for Sunday poor in our picks. We both went one and two. Uh, that brings you to 25, 18, and two. And that brings me to 24, 20, and one. So that heat, like we were kind of the same last year. Um, and then you pulled away the last few weeks here. We'll see if that, uh, remains the same or if we can flip the script or if, uh, we both get hot and impress everybody with our smarts and knowledge and know-how. Um, maybe not, though, because I just looked at these games about an hour ago for the first time.
0: Congratulations to your San Francisco 49ers, NFC West Division Champs. And the
1: books. Now it's
0: just about uh, jockeying for seating. They will be... Well, they're not going to be the four seed, and they will not be the one seed. So two or three, basically. Them are the Vikings now.
1: Amazing. Amazing, because they have first-string quarterback done, second-string quarterback done, and he was second-string quarterback. Played great. Team played great with him, and now he's done, and now the third string's in there, and they haven't lost with the third-string quarterback.
0: I do not think they'd be 10-4 and four if Trey Lance didn't get hurt. He's probably
1: yeah, yeah, you're probably right. He did not look who knows? I mean he didn't look great, but I mean he had two games, right? And one of them was in bad weather. And I mean, ten and four, maybe not. Maybe some right. They're
0: ten ten and three without trailing (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh yeah, who knows? Take some lumps along the way, I'm sure, either way. But um are they sitting where they are right now? Probably not. All right, coin flip is up heads. I mean, it's always fucking heads. It's heads again. Maybe this this is a
0: a rigged coin.
1: It's loaded. It says flip again, so that means that was the flip on our stand. All right. So it's a head. I get a real fucking coin. Week 16, 17, and 18.
0: Few games here I like. Few games here that I like. Let's Start off. I'm not I, I would love to take one of these Saturday games just because I love that we're getting a triple header Saturday. Nice. But I don't think I'm going anywhere near the Saturday games. Mm. I Don't think I'm going anywhere near the Saturday games.
1: I can't I can't blame you. There's only one of them I, I consider going near. I don't know what I don't even know which direction.
0: There's, yeah, there's there's a couple different ways I can go there uh, for the Saturday games, but we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, I'm going to start off with this one. I'm going to the Meadowlands. I'm taking the Jets, laying a point and a half against Detroit. I love the Jets defense in this spot. I love the Jets offense in this spot. Just tape up Mike White's ribs. Get him out there. <laughs> D- Detroit is a is uh, their defense is a sieve against the uh, against the uh, the pass. They just let teams go up and down the field on them. I do not like Jared Goff in this matchup at all against the Jets defense, and uh, I think the Jets win this game big. To land only a point and a half, I think as long as you keep Mike White upright. Now it's scary because if something does happen to Mike White, then Zach Wilson comes in and all bets are off. But. Uh, I think the Jets, you know, the Jets, they two game losing streak, but in Minnesota, in Buffalo, both respectable losses hung around those games. I think they could take something from those L's, uh, even though we're not a moral victory show. Uh, I think the Jets win big. Uh, I think they blow out the Lions. So pick number one, Jets.
1: Blow, blow out. How many points is a blowout for the Jets?
0: Two touchdowns,
1: 21 7.
0: I think they score more than 20. I think they hit 30 in this game. Okay. 31-13.
1: Okay. All right. Good. Yeah. Good spot for the Jets Need to show off here a little bit. They are, like I said last week, I do think they're legit. Okay. No. Where are we going here? man all games on the schedule and nothing is speaking to me don't you hate do you hate that when you look at when you look it up and down like I I so I go through usually and I circle like who I like just like first thoughts mm-hmm. I, can't even, I can't even do that wow I, it's, I tough. Yeah, it's tough it's a tough it's a tough tough week here um so when it's tough when it's tough like this I think I gotta find a team that I think is just going to Win outright, uh, a dog. No, nope, not in this case. Just somebody, <laughs> somebody who I think is just going to take care of business and do what they have to do on the field. Um, I think that team right now is the Cincinnati Bengals. They're going to Tampa Bay. Tampa's banged up. We know, we know. Brady's not hit Tom Brady of yesteryear. Cincinnati's rolling a little bit. Doesn't matter. They have. Injuries to the receivers. They have found ways to win anyway. They are. I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm going at the wrong time because they are the darling right now, a little bit of the darling right now. Um, I just don't like where Tampa Bay is, and I love where Cincinnati is, and I just I don't I don't see a scenario where they kind of flip the script on me this week. That happens a lot. I don't see it in this game though, which probably means it'll happen because I'm saying. Right here and right now. But I'm going with the Bengals. Three and a half point favorites in Tampa. All
0: right. Well, it took until week fifteen, but we're making this one a joint because I am as well <laughs> all over the Bengals. I've been on the Bengals for a month now. I Part trust of the reason you- I've been able to get I've been able to get back uh my uh, get my record back to respectability has been the bangles. So uh, I'm going to have to joint it. I can't let you have the bangles all by yourself. I'm four for my last four with the Bengals, and I'm letting it ride with Cincinnati in That's, a joint.
1: I was surprised you pick a first. That's why I jumped on him. I was like, Oh, you didn't get 'em. Didn't not him. I'll save
0: them I'll save them
1: Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Um, All right. So I'll pick a fourth at the end, I guess
0: uh yeah all right
1: okay um or do i pick one now
0: oh no just pick one now so we'll get back on track
1: okay all right give me one sec let's see what should i do here oh man um jesus i mean and who's the quarterback for atlanta i'm not picking the game
0: Desmond Ritter.
1: Desmond Ritter. All right. (laughs) My God. I mean, have you watched Atlanta or New Orleans in the past four weeks?
0: I hate New Orleans. (laughs) (laughs) They're grotesque. Dennis Allen is one of the worst head coaches the league has ever
1: seen. What a disappointment. What a disappointing team um, they have become. Um. All right, let's see. Jesus, tough spot here. Mm. Dead air, dead air, Francesca, Doing the old Francesca here. <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to do the old thing where I just, I say a game and I talk myself into one side or the other side. All right. And I pick it wrong. Um <laughs> Pick number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this takes time on your second pick and I'll I'll figure it out. All right. Um, Dallas is going to Jacksonville. Now Dallas, um Dallas, we know, had uh, some problems last week against Houston, a lowly Houston team. They're four point favorites going to Jacksonville. Jacksonville has kind of picked things up a little bit recently. Uh Trevor Lawrence kind of has turned the, turned the corner a little bit. I have lost faith in this Dallas defense. I do think that they are, they still have the players, still have the talent. I just don't think that they are necessarily a dominant defense that is going to lock down an offense um, for 60 minutes. They'll make a big play here, they'll make a big play there, but I don't have that much faith in them. I'm going with Jacksonville here. Jacksonville's home. Dallas is a little bit uh i don't know i just after after you after you 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 not lose after you um have as much trouble as you did with houston at home mind you uh i i don't like where you're at as a team now they need this game right i mean they have to win this game they don't it's not philly philly's in um
0: you're saying dallas needs to win
1: yeah dallas needs to win this game well for
0: the division Yeah, if you want to keep division hopes alive, I mean they have the five seat locked up.
1: That's okay. So, but they're not in it, right? So they start losing, things get precarious, right?
0: I guess, yeah.
1: So if you lose, if you lose to Jacksonville, things are precarious. So they need. I don't,
0: I don't don't think they're really worried about the teams chasing them. That's. I mean, Seattle just lost.
1: Yeah, that's fair. All right. That being said, Jacksonville's going to relish being a spoiler down the stretch here. That you know that's what Trevor Lawrence. This is. Still alive
0: and in the division. Still, still not, not out. Well, still
1: alive in a bad division. That, and they and they, they're right. So they have they have they have something to play for. They have something to prove. Um, and they're getting to be they're getting to that point where they're an exciting team. Like you, you're not going to shut the Jaguars off now. I don't think you are. I think when they're on, if it's a close game, especially especially it's a close game, you're going to want to watch the Jags. Four point home dogs. Give me Jacksonville. Pick number. Pick number one. I'm gonna take a All quick right. break. We're running out of time. I'm just kidding. We're, We're not running out of time. <laughs> it felt like it.
0: All right, pick number two. I gotta take. I gotta take the Patriots. I, I don't see Belichick losing to Josh McDaniels. I just don't. I just don't see it. I don't see that face losing <laughs> to that face. I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting to the Patriots win against uh, Arizona Monday night. Maybe I'm overreacting to what the Raiders did. Uh, what was that last Thursday against the Rams? I mean, the Raiders are on almost 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 two weeks off since mm. their last game. Um, but the Patriots defense is flying right now. I don't expect much out of Carr in this game. Belichick will find a way to neutralize Adams. Patriots will do just enough. It'll be a close game. Defense will make a play. Carl fuck up. Josh Jacobs, who's I don't even is he's lit been limited in practice this week. Uh Patriots win a close, ugly game that you're not even gonna want to turn on
1: in the four o'clock that's,
0: slate. Four well, o'clock slate is very gross.
1: That is a guarantee. I mean that you nailed. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's not it's not a, it's not a great slate because you have you know, you have the three games that got flexed to Saturday. You have the NFC East game that got flexed to Sunday night. Yeah, yep.
1: it's
0: not a great slate during the day. Uh, I'd say get your last minute Christmas shopping done, but fuck that on it's
1: Sunday st- night. Jeez,
0: shit. Yeah, shitting. Uh, shitty. Ba- uh, shitty. Uh, football is better than going out and doing that bullshit.
1: Um, I'd rather go Monday morning. I'd, I'd rather take. I'd rather take Monday off and go Monday morning. Yes. Nobody, ever at work for Their final days. Pick
0: number two: Patriots plus
1: one. Okay. Um, pick number two for me. Ready to go here. Um, Phillies coming off a big win against the Giants, clinch the division. Um, I think it's a little, a little bit. They're nine-point favorites going into Chicago. They're they're a much better team in Chicago, but Fields is back. I think they give them. I don't think it's a game a game, but nine points is a lot. Um in Chicago, when they're playing well, they seem to like kind of lose close games, you know, not getting torched. Um, well, sometimes they still kind of get torched. A couple weeks ago, Fields is playing, they got torched. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just kind of coming down off the high of trashing the Giants. Philly's not exactly as sharp as they were. Chicago hangs around, but it's never really a threat. Um, give me the give me give me that. Home dog, one more home dog on the slate. Give me Chicago plus nine.
0: I like Chicago in that game. I like Chicago in that game a lot. Not enough to take them, but yeah. <laughs> well, it's a look ahead spot for Philly. They got Dallas on Christmas Eve. But you got you got you bet against both look ahead spots, Eagles and Cowboys looking yeah. ahead to each other.
1: Yeah. Is this the time? Is this the time where I, I just kind of I fuck up? like my thought process and I play these kind of mind games with myself
0: quite possibly quite possibly mm-hmm. um I don't man I just don't really love these games so I'm going to go to a, a kind of a strange spread here game I just referenced on Sunday night I like taking the points in a divisional matchup especially in the NFC East In this case, though, I'm going Washington. I'm laying the four and a half. Four and a half is a fucking weird number. You don't see too many four and a halves. Mm -hmm. You know, this seems like it would be a standard three-point spread. But you're like, all right, Washington's been better. Two teams going opposite directions. Maybe it's three and a half. Maybe you want to make it a full four. Four and a half is like a no-man's land. I'm losing, you know, 21-17, I get beat. 24 20 28 24 so I feel like they're they're kind of begging you to take the points in a divisional matchup I I'm, I'm just gonna lie it I don't I don't I hate this this game I I'm, I don't even want to stay up for this game it's gonna be gross but I think Washington finds a way to cover even though it's gonna be close all throughout like think like 20 to 13. Gross game. It's close, but Washington scores a touchdown in the fourth quarter late, and they cover twenty to thirteen. The longer I talk, the, the more I don't like this game at all. But I'm going. Commanders laying four and a half.
1: Yeah, they they're gonna regret flexing this game at some point. I agree. through the first half.
0: I agree. But have I, I? I feel like I bring this up maybe every time on the show, or I've never brought it up at all. Monday night you should get the flex.
1: Yeah, well, Monday travel, night should be the flex. Yeah, you can't do that though.
0: Why? Because, well, if you're, but you're flexing two weeks out.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, because of Buck and TV too. Yeah, TV. I don't know.
0: I'm... Well, no, it's the same sort of travel because, like, Al Michaels, I mean, no, or, no, but, it's not Tariqa, no, like, Mon- they don't know where they're going.
1: No, but Monday night's ESPN's game. You can't flex ESPN's game off ESPN. This is this why, is cool. but what's the difference
0: between ESPN and NBC?
1: Um, NBC, I don't know, they're still gonna get a game, I don't know,
0: right? But I'm saying ESPN Maybe gets that, a game either way to just get give them a good one. That's Monday night, should be the game of the week.
1: Um, it's got to be TV contracts, it's it's got to be something to do with TV. It's always, oh, I'm something sure, to do with TV. I'm, I'm yeah.
0: sure it's, yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm just saying. Monday night should be the game. Like, if you're like, oh, I want uh, the game of the week f- uh, flex. Like, this week, Rams-Packers is the Monday night game.
1: Can no, we can we
0: get that out of there,
1: please? Yeah. Can <laughs> we not even have a Monday night game? <laughs>
0: yeah. I'd rather have – I mean, I'd rather have a good Sunday night game. And I don't consider Giants-Commanders a good Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'd rather have uh... – Shit, there's really not that many good – like Miami-Buffalo. Yeah, Miami-Buffalo would be better Monday night. I think people, but more people would sign up for that. It's really yeah, not I'll take,
1: week. I'll take it on Saturday.
0: Lions-Jets. Lions-Jets. Give me that Monday night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a meaningful game. Okay. So
0: I'm not trying to do Joe Buck and Drake in any favors. I'm just saying Sunday night, it's been a long day. You got work in the morning. Monday night's the night where you're like... Let's go! Give me a yeah. game. I've been at yeah. fucking at work all day.
1: Yeah, let's yeah. get the let's get the good feelings from Sunday back for a couple more hours.
0: Exactly, bingo!
1: And make some money because I lost it all yesterday. Um, yeah Okay. Jeez. And you picked Washington, right? This guy was around that right, yeah. right, right way of going to Washington. Yeah, Washington four and a <laughs> half. Okay. Um. Let's see. Yeah, not a lot of games left. I mean, every, there's a lot of games left. Not a, of good, not a lot of games I'm interested in left, though. Um, That time of year. December football is here. It comes down to... Comes down to, I think, three games for me. All right. Eyeing Tennessee and the Chargers. Um, I'm eyeing Baltimore, and Cleveland. But well, we talked about Saturday already. Um, the problems with those games. That's the only one I would even glance at. And the what's the third one? Ah, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm 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 going this route. I'm I, sometimes you got to roll the dice.
0: Carolina Panthers
1: with the Carolina Panthers. No, <laughs> sometimes you <laughs> sometimes you got to roll the dice. I know Kansas City struggled last week. Um, they're going to Houston, and Houston played their Super Bowl last week. 14 points for Kansas City. I mean, that's nothing to them. It it could it could be a problem. There's times where they go out there and they struggle, and the not struggle, but some stutter steps along the way. They're not playing like their A game, and they they find they win because they're Kansas City, but they they don't um, they don't click on every aspect. That was last week. I don't think they're going to do that exactly two weeks in a row. Two touchdown victory against Houston doesn't seem out of the round possibility. It seems, it seems easy. And it could be, it could be very easy. Now, if it's not easy, it's a whole if it's if you go out in a struggle, then you're fucked. But if they go out and they're up, you know, 24 to nothing after a quarter, you're like, okay, well, Houston's Houston still, you know, then you still work with the back door, of course, because the NFL and weird shit happens. But you're like, okay, this team is putting points on the board. They need maybe another touchdown or so, and it's good to go. I just, I give me Kansas City with with a cakewalking against a really bad Houston team. Kansas City, two touchdowns. Let's go. Yeah, I'm
0: not going to talk you out of that one.
1: Yeah, it took I'm not two. Gonna home, talk you out of that one. I took two home dogs. I think I take one road favorite, the biggest number on the board. <laughs> the Chiefs,
0: kind of. I mean, if you made me pick a side, I'll go Chiefs. But the Chiefs fuck around, like i know they'll, I know, go, they'll go up 24 nothing and then Mahomes will just start throwing behind the back passes and pick six or something and
1: yeah yeah no like, it's, it's it's a concern with them but sometimes like i say you got to roll the dice that that's not going to be the week that happens now. and they're
0: up 20 i wanted to take denver last week and then they're sitting there down 27 nothing russ throws a pick six and i'm like oh man i dodged a bullet there and then the chiefs just like they went to sleep you know, all of a sudden it's a, it's a one possession game and then obviously, yep. you know, they did what they had to do and won the game, but never ended up covering.
1: Yeah. So that's nope. that's
0: the only thing about the Chiefs with these big spreads is they kind of fuck around in these yeah, games.
1: That's definitely a possibility. Yeah, you never, you never know. No, they should
0: know. I mean they should completely obliterate Houston.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Uh the one Saturday game I, I thought about taking is uh Cleveland Land Three. That spread is odd to me. Watson has looked horrendous since he's come back. I mean, I'm guessing it's a three point spread in Cleveland's favor because Huntley is the quarterback and he's he's a little banged up, but I feel like this should be closer to a pick'em. Is that right? And the fact that the fact that Cleveland's laying three makes me like Cleveland because I think they're goading you to take Baltimore.
1: Yeah, that logic makes sense. I just don't.
0: There's a lot of there's a lot of contrarian plays this week. I don't really love the games, and that's one of them where I'm like, man, it looks just so easy to be, just take the points in that game.
1: A full three it, they're giving you. This happens all the time, though, where, like, the backup quarterback comes in. You kind of fall in love with him a little bit because Huntley looked pretty good for the yeah. game. And then he comes out, and you're like, oh, yeah, he's a backup quarterback. Right. Hasn't happened with Chad Purdy yet. But we don't get Chad Purdy's or Brock, <laughs> Brock Purdy's. <laughs> Brock. I think I used to work Brock with a guy. Named, I, think, I think I used to work with a guy named Chad Purdy. And how, is his name. nick,
0: how is his nickname not Brock Party?
1: It's not. It should be. It's a Brock Party. Yeah. Has no one coined that yet? Come on. We will not. That will be the name of the show. Brock Party. Brock Party. We didn't mention him until a minute. Hundred
0: and seven. Yeah, we well, didn't <laughs> have to do too much tonight. George Kittle, that's a couple touchdowns. That's it.
1: Rock party, and it's a rock party. Uh,
0: yeah. So, and and the Colts is an all time contrarian play there at one o'clock. But I'm not going there that one. But that's telling the spread's telling me the Colts are the play.
1: Yeah, I. Yeah,
0: not taking the Colts though.
1: That's a game I don't want anything to do with.
0: No. No, that game – the fact that that game got flexed tells you that it's a weak slate.
1: <laughs> uh, Buffalo's a touchdown favorite against the Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah, I'm, su-
0: I'm surprised it's not higher, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's a division game, I guess. Hopefully – I think maybe you're hoping Miami comes back east and gets right a little bit after a couple of really bad performances – um, but they've looked really bad recently, and that's attempting seven right there. But that's, I mean, talk about fucking around. I mean, Buffalo is more liable to fuck around than Kansas City, and they they do that shit all the time, where it's just like Allen can't get any space, and they they're you're able to kind of contain Allen just enough to make it a ball game. And it's supposed else? to snow there. Bad weather too. Yeah. Yep.
0: And the one. Thing I would uh, say is a, could be a positive in Miami's favor is Buffalo doesn't run the ball, and which is odd. Why a team that plays in Buffalo? Why wouldn't you build them to be able to run the ball in the conditions? But if we get, I mean, the, I'm not saying the weather necessarily helps Miami, a team from Florida, <laughs> but I'm not sure it helps Buffalo as much as people would think it's going to. It Normally, you think down, like man. you know, Green Bay. Right? Frozen tundra, snow, bare weather in Chicago, Buffalo. In this case, I don't know if it's going to be a huge advantage for them.
1: It, um, the, yeah, the Bills
0: want to play like up and down arena football.
1: Yeah. The, it, what bad weather can slow down a team like Buffalo, even if it is in their own home field? Yeah. So um, Atlanta, New Orleans, we're not going to talk about that. Pittsburgh, Carolina, we don't need to talk about that. I would there. just
0: go Carolina. Go against Trubisky. Simple as that.
1: It's yeah. Arizona, Denver. Ugh.
0: I I don't even know if Colt McCoy is playing now. I would just. I think I would take Denver to wins the game and covers on defense.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Tennessee and the Chargers.
0: I, mean, I would be tempted to take the Titans in that game.
1: It feels like a Tennessee spot. But just Tennessee
0: reading. is a team where if as soon as you believe – like pe- they were a very trendy underdog pick against Philly a few weeks ago. Uh, they were a very trendy – I had them last week against Jacksonville. I just assumed they were going to kill Jacksonville. And there's another game in there I'm missing because they're on a three-game losing streak. Um, I they played someone in between Philly and uh, – who the hell did they play? Let's see. It was – oh, the Bengals before that. So their last win was Thursday Night Football against Green Bay. It's been like a month. Wow, yeah. And they were – so they've, they – I think the public has kind of been on them for three straight weeks. This might be the game where people hop off Tennessee. They love the Chargers. Chargers, primetime game Sunday night. They won. I kind of like Tennessee in this spot.
1: yeah. Yeah, weird.
0: Like weird. If you know it's gonna be a weird fucking close game, you know this is gonna come down to the fourth quarter. Herbert's gonna have the ball. The Chargers will probably do something stupid. Mm. I just feel like this is gonna be a stupid game that comes down to like the last possession. So just take the three.
1: Henry could probably run all over this Chargers defense. Um, You would think, yeah. And Tennessee has obviously the coaching advantage here. Yes. So th- this is a team that you would think Tennessee would just would take care of business with, no matter what kind of streak they're on. They should be just business as usual. But yeah, stupid game, LA. I
0: don't know who's going to be at this game. The Chargers have five fans in Tennessee. Who's traveling? Absolutely. I mean, is this like is it like Yale Bowl? Like there's going to be empty seats <laughs> everywhere. <laughs>
1: well, they will be I tailgating. Yeah, tailgating. Yeah, yeah you know. In downtown, someplace, yeah. Uh, Cincinnati, Tampa, Giants, and Washington, and the final game is Monday night: the Rams and Green Bay. I mean, who cares? That's a, yeah, it's a who cares game, whatever. So on, it's I mean, it's seven points, which I think they know. I think that's a who cares line in this, and they 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 just want people to jump on Green Bay because they're Green Bay. Um, or just say the seven's too much and jump. And I think that's. Which way do you think this line moves between now and or what? How much, how much like what? How has it moved? You know, or do you, th- do you do you think it moves towards one team over the other? Like who do you think the public is on in this game? I think it's kind of split
0: down the middle. I, if, I,
1: if it's a perfect. If line. you made me
0: pick one side, I'd say people are leaning Packers just because they're home. Yep. In a prime time spot, when push comes to shove, people are going to take the favorite,
1: and if they gonna, put, you know
0: they're they're down money, so they're going to be like, "I'm down a grand, I'm going to put a grand to try and make it back." Uh, you know, Rogers Packers.
1: Yeah, don't do that. That's why you're down a fucking grand in the first place. Yeah, don't um,
0: come on. Be smarter than that. But
1: yeah, I I would. Yeah, if it goes to seven and a half, you think everybody goes on the Rams. If it goes to six and a half, you think even leans more towards or six or even leans more towards green bay so yeah that's that's not a thing i want to touch on all right we got nine minutes to go in this recording so i just want to touch on um the big news of the day uh the yankees have a new ace um left-hander well not a no they don't have a new ace they have a they have a new left-hander they, they, have, a have, new they have a new pitcher a new pitcher a very good pitcher though a lefty in the yankee stadium which i'm a big advocate for um Coming off a very good year for the San Francisco Giants. Uh Carlos Rodon, welcome to the Bronx.
0: Yeah, Rodon is one of those guys who I remember him in Chicago with the White Sox. Then he bounced around to San Fran after Chicago.
1: Yeah, did he want to cy Young with the White Sox? Is that right?
0: I don't know. He had uh, you know, if you look at his numbers, and you know, you could don't fall into a trap of just looking at a guy's numbers. Mm-hmm. He's come on the last two years. One year with Chicago, one year with San Fran. Yep. Uh, I I don't know what to expect here. Brian Cashman's track record with pitchers isn't great. So mm. I, I tend to just expect the worst. Uh, but I'll hope for the best. I'll cross my fingers. Say a prayer. Take my vitamins.
1: Yep. Um, all right, no, he's, he came in. He was in the Cy Young running two years ago. Came in fifth. He was in the Cy Young running this year. He was sixth um, in the Cy Young voting. Um, yeah, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I've watched many a games of this guy, but I, I, I like, I like the sign. To me, this just tells me that the Yankees are serious. Uh, you're right. Is it going to? He is. He was the best guy out there for that need, and they went out and they got it. All right. We didn't want Verlander. No. Nah. We weren't getting the Grom. We didn't really want the Grom. Um, Not for
0: five years. No.
1: No. Uh, th- this was, to me, this was as good as it can get on the free agent pitching market. And uh, to me, that shows you're serious. Right. It, we weren't going to give Correa 13 years. Ridiculous.
0: It's fucking um, crazy. Ludicrous. Th- th-
1: which which is fine. If a team's going to do that for this for that guy, they can have him. Right. I was I was all in on Correa. I wanted I wanted him. Uh I was like I was like as in the last ten years, that's as maybe as crazy as a statement I've as I've made as far as a free agent has gone. Like being like that be being like that uh oh Yankee fan, we should get all the free agents, that's as close as I ever came, I think. And I was I don't think I was that bad, but to me that, that was as close as I ever came to being that kind of guy. How
0: how did Correa go from signing uh what was it like a two-year deal with the twins with an opt-out? Yeah. yeah. How did he go from two years to 13 when he didn't even have that good of a year in Minnesota? It's just it's just the market, like teams are desperate. I don't like even like I gotta be honest, like when I when I saw the contract for Rodon, even before he signed it, I'm like, this guy's getting 160 million. For six years? Am I am I, is my brain just behind on the times and, and the
1: contracts?
0: Yeah, probably. Because <laughs> like six for one sixty two isn't even that much, probably, right? By today's standards.
1: Yeah. I think it's yeah. <laughs> exactly. like I just... It's
0: like Pavano. Like, Pavano was four years for like fifty-two.
1: That's I basically mean, what it, this is. If this guy comes out to be Pavano, we've things are not good. Things are not good. Things we are not gonna be happy campers.
0: Okay, so we got a we got a bargain discount on Rodon six for one sixty two.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think he's got to he's got to be uh, at a one A for this team, right? He's got he's got to be he's he's got to live. Uh, up. I don't know. In- Look, man, you, you've got to get lucky with some of these guys. There's not anybody out there.
0: I know it's... you're gonna
1: see that's like yeah that that's a that's a no brainer. Right, you just need to get the right the you gotta get one of these guys at the right time. Of Please his can Brian
0: Cashman one time get lucky with one of these guys?
1: Yeah, that's uh been
0: waiting fucking twenty years for him to get lucky with a <laughs> starting okay. pitcher.
1: Yeah, that's uh that's scary when you put it in those terms.
0: Full no trade clause. Yeah, you just gotta hope that this guy finds it, you know.
1: Well, yeah, you gotta hope he hangs on to it. You gotta hope he doesn't wilt in the Bronx. You gotta hope that he doesn't, uh, you know, his carriage and turn to a pumpkin.
0: basically. Yeah, your your career starts in uh, April, Carlos.
1: Ab- absolutely.
0: Career starts in April.
1: You're right. That that's one. That's when it matters. And then your real career starts in October. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then April doesn't,
0: nobody cares about April.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, she struggles in April. Well, what an asshole. But,
0: yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I I have no idea what to expect
1: with him. Yep. Well, you had to, I think you had to do
0: it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is what it is. It's, it it sounded like the whole time he was going to be a Yankee. So I already kind of, penciled them in the rotation so here
1: he is. Yeah, let me ask you, does that kind of scare you? Like it was it it didn't really seem like there's anybody. It sounded like the Giants were out on them, sounded like some other teams were in on them, but it seemed like it was uh going to be the yanks from day one. Does that concern you? I don't
0: it realize. always concerns me when we go in on a starting pitcher. Yeah. Frankie Montas, I was concerned about, and he was worse than I could have ever imagined. He was so much worse than he ever could have imagined.
1: <laughs> oh, an and I, I imagined—I—I
0: I had bad imaginations. Yeah, me too. I had some that bad thoughts about him, and it wasn't that bad.
1: No. Luckily, this isn't a Billy Billy Bean fleece in the Yankees again.
0: No. No. Oh, all
1: right. Well. I
0: wouldn't say Billy Bean fleets us. He more like he gives us his shit and he takes shit back.
1: Listen, I got to watch Frankie Montez pitching the playoffs. He fucking fleeced us. All right. I don't think we, I don't think they got a better deal than us, but my eyeballs got fleeced.
0: (laughs) Your right? your eyeballs demand a refund.
1: Yeah. Pure fleecing. All right. All right. Well, that's it. Um, We think your show was better than it was on Monday. Far better. Okay, good. All right. Far better. All right, we learn from our mistakes here. We come back strong. That's it. That's the name of the game. <clears throat> Thank you, as always, to our listeners for uh, spending time with us here at Sunday Poor. We'll be back here after the weekend, so enjoy it. And until then, Ant?
0: Yeah, see you Monday, where we probably will not mention Rams-Packers once. will be until on. Until then. It will be on. Until then, peace.